Did you hear that? What? What? That that noise. Was that the horror comedy podcast? With Jake and Haley, Sundays and Wednesdays. The only podcast where we get high and try to scare you and share short, scary stories. Contains marijuana. Keep away from children. If you have a bowl in your hand, I want you to just take a big hit of it. Whether it's a bowl of cereal, a bowl of ice cream, if it's on the table near you, on your desk, whatever, whatever, wherever, if it's near you, in arm's length, rip it, baby, because it's the Horror Comedy Podcast, and I'm your host, Haley, and it's a Wednesday, and that means we're going to talk about scary shit. I'm going to tell you some scary stories that I found on the internet. It's uh, no bullshit, you guys. That's that's pretty much it. That's all that's going to happen here today, so uh, great. I find these stories on the paranormal board of 4chan, typically in like archives or whatever, and so they're by anonymous posters, unless I say otherwise. This one reads, I grew up in a small village called Eam in England, better known as the Plague Village. You can read about it on Wikipedia. The village is surrounded by huge foothills and dense woodland. There's a particularly famous spot outside of the village on an old overgrown path that was named by the locals. It's called the Delth. This is where they would hold the funeral services for the plague victims during the outbreak. It is huge, and it's strangely shaped. It's just this cave-like thing. When I was younger, me and all my friends were deathly afraid of this place. You would hear stories about floating vikers and ghosts that would follow you home. In the daytime, though, we would go down and explore the area surrounding it and find cow skulls on pikes littered about. One day, my school friend suggests that we man up and go explore the Delfs. We all agree, and we go down about 4 p.m. with a torch. We get there. Only two of us will actually go inside the cave, me and my friend. The three other friends wait outside. We go in. It feels horribly cold, and I felt like I was being watched the whole time. We get to the end of the cave because it's not very deep, and my friend finds a small crack that he can squeeze through. He starts to proceed down the narrow space with me following. All of a sudden, he screams and runs at me. He drops the torch. I'm stuck in the entrance to the crack while he's trying to push his way past me in the complete darkness. We eventually get out and run out of the cave. All our other friends decide to fuck off and they leave us. Pretty much we run all the way home as the sun sets. He's still crying as we get to his house. We don't talk about what happened until the next day at school. He tells me he saw a white face smiling at him in that narrow crack, and that it was coming towards him. Safe to say, he never went down there again. Going in caves is fucking bonkers. Why would you fucking... We aren't, like, arthropods or whatever. I'm pretty sure that's a word that I just made up. Arthropods? Let me Google it. Arthro. 
pods. Oh my god, look at me. Right on. It's a crustacean. Okay, tight. Well, anyway, we aren't crustaceans, so I just feel like we should stay out of caves. I don't know. That's sound logic to me. My bones are on the inside. About a month ago, I was chilling with my two-month-old niece while my brother and his girlfriend were at the store. I was alone in their new house watching the baby be cute and stuff. I noticed that she's staring at something moving above my head. She's following it with her eyes. She's clearly focused hard on whatever it is. Obviously, I look above my head. Nothing is there besides the back of the couch and the wall. I look back down and she's staring down the hallway, smiling. I get this sinking feeling in the pit of my stomach as I look down the hall. I swear on whatever god you believe in that I saw a hand with elongated fingers slide behind the door. I jump the fuck up, the baby in my arms, and I'm like, who the fuck is there? Are you trying to die? I stand there looking down the hallway. My niece is giggling, looking down the hallway. I'm backing away from the couch, slash the entrance, and I start telling whoever, I have a gun. Don't do anything that'll get you killed. I hear rustling in the back room. Just as I'm about to walk out the front door, my brother and his girlfriend walk in. I tell him someone's in the fucking house, and I hand her the baby. Me and my brother basically sprint down the hallway and kick open the door at the end of their hallway. Clothes and random shit thrown everywhere. Nothing was stolen, though. There's a $1,000 laptop untouched on the bed. The room was clean not an hour before when I got to their house. Fuck all that shit. I hate being with the baby alone now. That's the first time that something unexplained has scared the living shit out of me. It scared the living shit out of me too, so uh, thanks for sharing. Another anonymous user posted, When I was 16 years old, I lived in a shitty small town. I often met with about five to eight friends to go to the graveyard. We were edgy. We always fuck around, climb on the big tombstones. One night there was about seven of us there and we were just doing the same shit we noticed this weird light in the sky i mention it and we all watch it it's making split second 90 degree turns it's moving really fast it's turning on a dime it's not like a plane or a satellite or a shooting star and all of a sudden it goes up like a little explosive but there's no sound to it the lighting changes, like the whole environment lighting changes. I guess it's like, you know how sometimes at dusk it's a little blue as the sun goes down? Okay, well the lighting went like three shades different at the snap of a finger. We all look at each other and we sense something bad, so we start to run away. A long dirt road through the woods to get back into town from the graveyard. Me and girl are at the back of the group, and we slow down about halfway out, and we hear twigs breaking in the woods near us. What the fuck? So we slow down, and we look into the brush, and we see a pale figure. It looks like a kid, and it's naked. It's kind of hunched down, crawling through the woods, really slow with its face pointed down. I look at her and we're both like, what the fuck? 
but she sees it too. I hang there for a second just to make sure my eyes aren't playing tricks on me, but no. It's a pale, naked thing crawling through the brush. I yell, what the fuck? We run fast to catch up with the rest, and we did not look back. Once we catch up, we explain to the others what happened. I confirmed with her what we both saw, and yeah, she saw the same thing. Even now, I'm 24, and I messaged her, even though we haven't talked in years, just to ask if she remembers that night and what we saw, and she said she does. I was just making sure. I continue to live my life. It was spooky times. Mm -mm. This person says, Sorry, English is not my mother tongue. I was hanging out with my childhood friends, a girl and a boy, in the calm local woods back when we were 17. I take my camera with me to take pics of the clear night sky and comfy fire. I arrive at a day and we set up our tents, we secure the fireplace, that kind of stuff. The sun starts to go down, we still don't have enough wood. We stay at our place and prepare food while my friends are collecting wood nearby. The female friend comes back without a word. She gives me a weird stare and then she looks at the camera. She takes it and she goes away. And I shrug it off because she can just be like kind of weird sometimes. 20 minutes later, my friends return, both with enough wood for the fire. My guy friend starts making the fire. My girlfriend turns to me and gives me my camera back. She says, I found it in the brushwood. And I was like, no, you took it from me earlier. She laughs it off and whatever. She raises an eyebrow and the guy friend is like, what are you talking about? She's been with me the whole time. I check their faces to see if they're serious and both of them look concerned. The guy friend suggests to check the camera, so I go through the pictures and there's blurred, random pictures of trees and the ground. But one picture shows my friends far away on the edge. Meanwhile, the girlfriend starts to panic and my hair is standing on end. The pictures get more and more clear. My friend jumps and starts crying when she sees the next pic. They are herself, looking at the camera with a death stare and a fake smile to emotionless faces. She takes the camera and throws it in the fire, and we get the fuck out of there. She's been in therapy for years, and honestly, I've been considering getting into therapy too. Do it. Get into therapy. Who cares? Um, Spook Nope General posted, I was at the store super late at night, close to midnight. The place is practically deserted. I came to get eggs, which are all the way in the back. I am hurrying towards the eggs when I happen to glance down one of the aisles that I'm passing by. I see a large shadow just hanging there in the center of the aisle. I practically skid to a stop and go back to make sure I'm not imagining things. I peek around the corner and there's the big black shadow, almost like a cloud, shaped like a big fat guy. I Only it's floating about three feet off the floor and it seems to be looking at the cereal. And then it turns, and then it turns to face me and after a moment it just disappears. 
This person posts, The bar I work at is haunted. I don't really believe the stories, but I find them interesting nonetheless. Most of them are pretty bland, though. A guy goes to the bathroom and sees a man taking a piss in one of the stalls, but doesn't hear anything, just sees the feet. After the guy finishes up, he glances back at the stall, and there's nobody there. Stuff like that, you know. Another one I've heard a lot is that people are starting to get quite drunk, and they'll notice a nun sitting next to them. She doesn't say anything, but it usually makes them stop drinking. Obviously, since it's a bar, I tend to chalk this up to people being very drunk and open to the suggestion, because, you know, like the ghost stories are pretty well known. But recently, a bar tack told me one. This guy was straight-laced. He didn't drink at all and only worked there for a couple of months because he hated the atmosphere. One night after closing, he was helping the bartender clean the bar and the bartender steps out for a smoke. The bar back is behind the bar, sanitizing the well when he gets an eerie feeling and happens to glance up. There's a man sitting opposite him at the bar staring angrily at him. The bar back is looking into the guy's eyes when he fades away, not disappears, but fades, as though he's melted into the background. Again, I don't really believe it, but the guy seemed genuine. Here's another longer one, but I believe it even less. But it happened recently, so I'll share it. A fellow bartender was out for a smoke on the sidewalk, and a homeless guy asked him for a cigarette. Long story short, the bartender ends up hiring the homeless guy to clean the bathrooms for $10 a day. The homeless guy's name was Derek, and he was a great worker. He'd always be out there on the front stoop waiting on me to open up the place. Then he'd clean the bathrooms and mop the floors without saying a word. I'd pay him 10 bucks, and he'd leave. But one day, I showed up at the bar, and the door was already unlocked. Derek was sitting inside on the couch waiting for me. I asked him how the hell he got in, and he said the place was unlocked before he showed up. Nothing was stolen. The closing bartender insisted he locked the door before he left. I tell the owner, but he just seems happy nobody stole anything. This happens three separate times. Since nothing is ever missing, the owner refuses to fix the security cameras, which don't work. The owner is very shitty with money, by the way. Anyway, last week, we're going to get hit with a winter storm, the one that knocked out the power grid here in Texas. It's Saturday, and Derek's waiting out front shivering. I ask him if he has a place to stay, and he says he does. Oogie doogie. Once Monday rolls around, people are losing power all over the place. Since I live basically down the street from the bar, the owner tells me to see if the bar lost power. Thanks a lot, dickhead. I drove by and it looks fine, but I get out and I run inside to check on everything. I find the door unlocked and Derek on the couch wrapped in a thick blanket. These blankets are kept in a basement that's always locked. The power is on so it's warm, but Derek is shaking like he just got in from the cold. I ask him if he's okay and how he got inside. He says he was sleeping on the stoop when some lady opened the door and let him in. He crawled up on the couch and felt someone put a blanket on him. And then I showed up. There was nobody in that bar but us. Like I said, it's hard to believe. Maybe the fucker just figured out a way to unlock the door and he was lying to everyone. But I double-checked the basement that we keep those blankets in. 
and it was locked up tight. <laughs> I love a wholesome ghost story. Uh, Scarapy, am I right, you guys? Uh, so good. So good. I really needed this. Thank you for hanging out. If you have a scary story, please email it to me at thehorrorcomedypodcast at gmail.com. The best way to support the podcast is to tell your fucking pals, hang out with us on social media, or leave us a review. I think you can do it on, like, Apple or something. I don't know. Whatever. We are on Twitter at Comedy Podcast, Instagram at THC Podcast, TikTok at THC Podcast, and Facebook at The Horror Comedy Podcast. I will see you there because I'm the one who runs all the social media. And honestly, like, I would love to hear from you guys. It would be very motivating. I, I work like a, a busy job. So, uh, it's just a little hard to keep up on. But if, if it, you know, jiggles your jello, I will fucking do it. Like, send me a meme, you know, post on there. I'll hang out with you. It's great. Let's be friends. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to drink water. Goodbye. Can I get a, I get a meow? He's not going to do it. That bitch cut me. Oh, my God. That just sounded awful.